the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour, each and every Sunday night, 10 to 11, where we discuss and dissect political talking points of both parties. Now, in order to do so, we have to be very up on the news. We have to be reading and watching everything. And these are the kind of weeks that make you want to pull your eyeballs out. From the royal wedding, I mean, why are we buying this? First of all, do I have to pretend that that family is somehow more important than my family or your family or that they're royal? Or do I have to pretend that this particular kid is part of that family? I can't decide which is more despicable. It's, that, it's hard to do either way. Oh, please. And, you know, I got to listen. You know, I... I, I confess, I don't talk about it a lot, but I, you know, I'm married. I have a wonderful wife who's, and that's all they got to talk about. What's with these middle-aged women? Who cares what these inbred limeys are doing or what they pretend is more important than the rest of us? It's ridiculous driving around with their costumes on. I was sickened all day Saturday, just nauseating. And then, obviously, we have to watch as another tragedy, right? Another kid goes into school and shoots up the school, and all of a sudden, here they come. Uh, the, 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 the virtue shields. Let's bring them all out. Third cousins of victims. Let's get the kids themselves on camera who are hysterical, adolescents, screaming. And it's bad enough we have to pretend their parents don't let them make all the rules. And that's not the problem with society today. But then I got to have Major Nelson come out, the astronaut who all of a sudden is an expert on everything. The, uh, the, the girl's daughter, uh, husband. I'm talking about Giffords? I'm talking about that guy. He, yeah, he drives was, me nuts. Uh, Mark Giffords? I can't I get him confused with, with his twin who somehow got bigger when he went to outer space. He shrunk. That guy. Is that true? Yeah. He's yeah. like by two inches. All Yet of a another reason you'll never get me yeah. in a pressurized tank. Major yeah. Nelson. All of a sudden, he, what, what does he know about anything? And then I got to hear, oh, I like to hunt, but I lock up my guns properly. Well, how do I know that? Now we must all do what you do. I mean, here's, here's the real, and nobody wants to talk about this with this nonsense that goes on. Do you see how after the shooting, all of a sudden the pictures come out from social media? All of a sudden you see that the kid was a, a Colin Bind sycophant, that he was dressed in his costume, in his, in his coat with the German cross on, and all of the, in, uh, the, what is it, Facebook? I guess the kids don't use Facebook. What is it, Instagram, all the nonsense, whatever the flavor of the month is, and they all have 10,000 followers, but not a one, not a one did anything about it. See, this is a problem. This isn't parents not locking up their guns. This isn't schools, although I think they all should have security. And nobody mentioned Dixon, Illinois, and how that hero saved kids from being shot just two weeks ago. Nobody mentions that. 
This is about the kids' complacency of his fan club, his friends. I, I, you know, here's another thing, McBeth. I have two daughters, two teenage daughters, and they've got a thousand different social media outlets. I'm amazed at how many kids follow my kids and each other. Every, every teenage kid has hundreds and hundreds of followers. When these kids are posting this kind of nonsense, not a one of these kids alerted the authorities or told their parents, not one. So for three years, this kid's been talking about how great these guys at Columbine were, been dressing in his drag costumes, and, and nobody calls an authority. And what, what happens when this tragedy happens? Well, that's when the uh, social engineers go into high gear. They put on their jumpsuits. They get all dolled up, and they tell us how, you know what, this is freedom's problem. This is the problem that too many people have freedom, and we must somehow curtail it. But it's all for the greater good. It's the noble lie. That only uh, these people with security guards, these, these, these pretend important people called congressmen and senators, they get to write laws to make sure that us, without security guards, we don't get to protect ourselves. And then we get the virtue shields. Bring out the kids crying. Bring out the husbands and the brothers and the fathers. Get them out there. Because if they're preaching the talk of stripping away everybody's freedom, well, then they can get on the news. But if they want to talk about Dixon, Illinois, where a hero shot only the perpetrator, that doesn't seem how to, that doesn't make it. That doesn't make the cut because that what's what do they find in these emergencies in these tragedies is an opportunity. And it's, that's the same thing, whether it's a, a, a school shooting or whether it's an economic collapse. What do the totalitarians see? Opportunity. And they get their best suit. They, they get their biggest wins or not. They part their hair to the side. And now these guys, these are the ones that make the rules for all the common men, because, see, freedom is just too dangerous for stupid people to have. That's what they're not saying. But that's what they really believe when they go to these fundraisers and these these uh, these little parties where they get to celebrate their power over us. That's what they really believe is that you, you're too stupid to have your own freedom. And this kind of tragedy happens because you suck at being a parent. You don't know how to lock up your guns. Only the Major Nelson knows. Only guys who belong to a certain elite club, they get to have guns. They get to have freedom over their kids. They get to do that. It's the same song and dance. Just the lights are different. Just the places are different. It's the exact same speech. And you'll hear it for four or five days, and some law will advance where the law-abiding people will have to jump through the hoops. Because you know what? This isn't going to affect one scumbag on the south side of Chicago who's trying to shoot his cousin right now. Not going to affect one criminal. Because they don't pay attention to laws. You could make as many as you want. They're never going to pay attention to laws. They're not interested in answers. They're interested in their grip, their stronghold on you, on your liberty and your freedom. That's what it is each and every time. But there was a couple of little good segments. I have to admit, I watch George Stephanopoulos. I don't just try to catch him in his booster seat. I try to see when he has good guests on. And one thing I've said, when someone party identifies... Right then and there, to me, that shows you what they really are. When they party identify, that's what they... It's not about the, the principles or the fundamentals or the ideology that they live their life by. It's about protecting and tribalization and their agenda and their party. So when someone self-identifies as a lifelong Democrat, I'm a lifelong Republican, you're pretty much a moron who just wants a party hat and a favor. That's all you want. But when you have character and principles such as Alan Dershowitz, that gets my attention. Because what you had today, which was really unprecedented as far as I'm concerned, were three Democrats sitting around the table, and only one showed you what virtue was, and only one 
showed you what integrity to principles are. Now, he's sitting there with uh, Dan Abrams, George Stephanopoulos, and one thing that you've noticed is Alan Dershowitz has now become kryptonite to Democrats because they can't really argue with the fact that they've bolstered this guy up for 30 years, right? He fits all, he hits all the key ingredients for uh, the Democrats to use as the supreme overlords of your, your liberty and your freedoms. So they've been touting this guy up, and now all of a sudden, what does he do? He shocks him because he actually defends the principles he's lived his life by versus grabbing and jumping into the crowd, into the resistance, into whatever it is they're calling it when they attack Trump. Now, if you've listened to this show, you realize out of Trump's agenda, I'm only on board for about 20% of it. In fact, the second half of the show, we're going to talk about Kudlow and, and the deception that uh, Liza Minnelli, Stephen Minusha tried to pull on us again, the same, the dynamic duo, the ambiguously dynamic duo. They come out and they did the same song and dance, but we'll get to them in the second hour. But in the meantime, Alan Dershowitz did a great job on, uh, on uh, Stephanopoulos. Do we have time for a clip there, Rick Beth? Uh, we have a couple minutes before these are going to be loaded. Got to oh, be honest with you. Give right. me uh, you know, the audio a little earlier and uh, we'll have it. Well, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. It's a Sunday, right? As a real estate broker who's servicing people from fleeing from the, the Democrat stronghold, the Petri dish of all of their ideas, Illinois, to, and now I opened up in Florida, and I moved these people. I'm quite busy, Macbeth. Busy all day. All right, I'll give them to you as I get them. How about because, that? All right. But I'm going to tell you, because you know what my job was today? It's funny. I uh, was contacted by numerous people who wanted to tell me how they're not able to sell their property in Illinois. And I keep saying to them, well, these are the policies that you keep voting for because the Republicans, they're grabbing them. So that was our day. We spent a long time educating the people about why you shouldn't be party-affiliated and you should be more principle-affiliated. Because when you have principles, you sometimes have to defend guys you don't like. You sometimes have to defend a guy you wouldn't vote for. What about a system you don't like? Or a system. You got one? Something yeah, like? but it's too long now. Oh. Eh, well, you know. It's a minute 13. Well, you know, Macbeth. If you it was have... a long interview, actually. We're going we're gonna to go past the end of you know the why? half hour. You this. know what I noticed during this interview? They did not anticipate his principled argument. They did not, know. And what you saw is Stephanopoulos actually try to jump in and assist Abrams. Uh, futilely, actually. Well, how about... He started I, talking to uh, Dershowitz about what the law was. Because what you're seeing, this is the benefit of Trump. Within every calamity, there's an opportunity and a benefit. And what Trump is going to show you, that when he saddles up with the Venezuelan trade policies, he's wrong. But when he talks about the liberty and freedom of the, the economy versus government seizure of it, he's right. The problem that we have is that Trump's going to try and commingle it. He's going to tell you he can do it in a better system than anybody else because he's a pretend businessman. But when we get back, you will hear Dershowitz, a man of principle, defend those principles, defend the Constitution, defend what makes us a representative government. Liberty Hour, 312-642-5600. We'll be back after these messages. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Everybody knows this is the Liberty Hour, each and every Sunday night. Fastest hour of the weekend for me, especially on a weekend that is riddled with nonsense. You know, Macbeth, I was going to tell you this. I watch two sports, right? UFC fighting and golf. I like to watch golf. Watching golf today, guess who they bring on with the Tommy Bahama shirt and everything? Did you, you don't watch anything. No. W. Bush. They bring a card them out, and after about 30 seconds, I think to myself, boy, 
it's amazing how when they're out of sight, you kind of think, ah, it wasn't so bad. Then they bring them back in for a little refresher. Whew, glad that's over, too. So it really puts on the spotlight that it doesn't matter if they're, uh, if they're great or, 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 or have a big presence about them. It's what they do when they're in the office, which is why it's important we stick to the principles and the fundamentals of our country. It's irrelevant of the personalities. It's the principles and fundamentals. So when you get a guy like Dershowitz, uh, a constitutional expert, who is more attached to his own personal fundamentals and, 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 and really what that's the difference between our country and other countries. It's not that we're so, supposed to be so tribal that it's whatever the party we pretend we belong to thinks. It's about what the fundamentals of liberty and freedom are. And that's what Dershowitz promotes. And when he does it with a couple of uh, real socialist, social engineering propagandists like Dan Abrams and George Stephanopoulos, fireworks happen. So why don't you give me clip one if you got it? Team joined by our chief legal analyst Dan Abrams and Alan Dershowitz, professor emeritus at Harvard Law School, also author of the new book Trumped Up. How First of all, I have to say, as the producer, do not blame us for this audio. The people in work in that studio cannot get it yeah, together. The, uh, apparently, Dan Abrams' mic was off almost the entire time. Yeah, it's it's terrible. But bear with us. No one's going to blame you. Political differences and dangers democracy. And then we've got a lot of new tweets from the president this morning. But I want to start with one he put out on the anniversary of the of the Mueller um, pick. He said, congratulations, America. We are now into the second year of the greatest witch hunt in American history. And there is still no collusion, no obstruction. The only collusion was that done by Democrats who were unable to win an election despite the spending of far more money. That's his take on the first year. What's yours? Yeah, I mean, look, what we know for certain as a result of this investigation is that the Russians did meddle in the election. Thirteen Russians have been indicted by the special counsel. Uh, at least six others have been indicted in the last year in connection with this investigation. So this notion that sort of nothing is happening, and here we are a year later, and we're still waiting. A lot has happened in the first year. The questions still remain as to what's next, meaning will they be able to uh, indict? Will they indict? any senior members of the Trump campaign in connection with that. We don't know the answer to that. But the notion that up to this point it's a hoax just makes no sense. Live from underwater, it's Dan Abrams. Now, good grief. The collusion, see, what I love about this is they cannot justify what the crime of collusion is because there is no crime of collusion. And then when they say Russia has definitely meddled in our elections, why doesn't anyone read a list of the elections we have meddled in? Yeah, but don't don't fall for the equivalency thing. It's not an equivalency thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I I try not to do that whole thing. Obama, Bibi Netanyahu's right. opponent. It, that to me, that's low hanging fruit. Correct. But the reality is, this is the policy of all governments. All governments have their self agenda, their agenda of their country to the point that, that it shouldn't surprise anyone that it happens. Yes, it shouldn't be. Su- right. It shouldn't surprise anybody that it happens. And you have a system. Here's the, they're being hoisted by their own petard. This is the thing about government. It has cleared the field for money for bribes to be called campaign contributions. It has cleared the field for unlimited amounts of 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 driven money in super PACs. Now, is there anybody with an IQ over 60 who thinks, why would one individual give any politician $500,000 for a speech? Is there any question that the Clinton Foundation was a front while Hillary Clinton was the Secretary of State for countries to pretend to care what the uh, intern molester Bill Clinton said, let alone write him checks for $500,000? So this is a system that has set itself up 
to be a funnel, a highway of fraud and, and bribery. So we pick and choose when we pretend we don't like it. Now, the problem that they have is there is no money trail from anybody in Russia to Trump because he didn't take their money. He didn't take anybody's money, really, until after he secured the nomination. So what they're trying to do is guilt through association. And this is where Trump was wrong. And if you paid attention to the show, when Trump brought on this clown, Roger Stone, when he brought on this fraud, Manafort, I said, why would you associate yourself with these known lowlifes, these known lobbyist frauds? So what you're seeing here is they're, they're in a quandary now because Abrams and Stephanopoulos love the money flow. They, they want to try and pick and choose where they're going to implement the, the wrongdoing in it when it applies to Trump. And that's what Dershowitz kind of sums up. Give me another clip. From I think it was a mistake to appoint a special counsel. They should have appointed a nonpartisan independent commission like 9-11 to find out how this election went wrong. And it went wrong in so many different ways. This is one of the worst elections in modern history with Russian attempts to influence other attempts by Gulf countries to influence the existence of FBI agents who were trying desperately to turn the election away from Trump. We should have had a massive investigation and then we should change the laws to make it clear what you can do and what you can't do. I don't think this investigation has gotten us what we need to know. Knowledge and information about how to prevent this in the future. Change the laws. He's exactly right. But what happens when they change laws? They give us laws. You know, my favorite is the, is, is the, the best example of all is the insider trading example. Okay. The, the, the politician can take any information he wants and right. self-enrich himself. Of course. Because he's, he's promoting laws. Well, that certain politicians. Exactly. And then they get to, to pick and choose. And this is what they're trying to do. So I love Dershowitz's angle here. It's that it's happened. You can't identify where it's happened. And if you really wanted to identify it, you would get a bipartisan committee together. Well, what he's suggesting is actually pretty radical. He's suggesting you actually find out what's going on and then know what's going on before making a law about it. I, I that's To me, that's revolutionary. <laughs> I mean, we're a year into this, and the one thing we're not talking about is how much money have we wasted on these guys. He's hired 17 of his close friends. In the, in the uh, Comey book, you see that these relationships between all of the, the top guys involved, they vacation together. They go out together. Their wives... Uh, are, are political activists for Democrats. I don't care so much about that, but when you look at the history that his team has of overturned decisions, overturned uh, uh, convictions. Just failure. They go after people when they know things aren't true, and then they get overturned. I love that government is like, it is the, the safe haven of failures worldwide. The worst person, the worse you are at your job, the higher promoted you can. Have some tenure. I mean, this guy, $5 million for the anthrax investigation, and all of a sudden he's beyond reproach. Yeah. It's, it's, it's sickening to me. So there are no angels among men. And what Abrams tries to promote here, do we have time for that other one? Yeah, we got time for the next one. Okay. Ballinger says in passing that, oh, and, you know, we've got evidence that the FBI agents were trying to turn this against Trump. We don't have any evidence that FBI agents <laughs> were trying kidding? to turn the election. How about Strzok's tweets when he said, yeah. we need a yeah. guarantee, yeah. we need an insurance policy, we oh, have no, to wait, investigate oh, oh, that. Hold on. Those were not tweets, those were private texts. Oh, uh, what's the difference? We got them. There's At, a, well, there's a massive They, they show a state no, no. of mind. And if you now actually we read have, all of his texts, if I, you read all of his texts, yeah. actually the total context is not all saying, oh my goodness, Donald Trump is the problem. Also, he oh. talked about Hillary Clinton and problems with Hillary Clinton, etc. First of all, he's got 10,000 texts to his mistress. 
10,000 just to that. Who's also in the FBI, isn't she? Yes, the one yeah. that could eat an apple through a fence. 10,000 texts just to her. So you want to read all of her texts to get the context because he does, he does comment on Hillary Clinton a bit. It is so evident in the texts that have been printed in the New York Times. He has but one agenda. He mentions it repeatedly, and that is to prevent Trump from being elected. So what you have is the higher up of the, of the FBI working to do so. It just minimizes what we've really found with regard to Russian metal. And I think it should minimize it because what we found is not particularly significant. You don't think what it's significant? We, Russian no. meddling is not uh, significant? No, I think it's very significant. Oh. The meddling, I don't think the criminal charges are very significant because we to this day don't even know what the law still is. You know, the Supreme Court has said that foreign governments can intrude themselves into elections if they have an interest in the outcome of the election. What they can't do is contribute money. The law is very unclear. Now we have information of an FBI informant in the campaign. That's worth an investigation. FBI informant in the campaign. Again, no evidence an FBI informant was in the campaign. None. Here's the evidence we have. The evidence we have is that an FBI informant spoke to members of the Trump (laughs) campaign. That's That's not in the campaign. We don't know for sure that it happened. Therefore, we should not investigate. Three Democrats. Makes sense. Only one with principles, one with fundamentals, one with integrity. This is the Liberty Hour. We'll be back after these messages. Give us a call, 312-642-5600. If you're on the line, stay on the line. I'll get to you. Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. This is the Liberty Hour. Each and every weekend, dissecting and rejecting political talking points of both parties designed specifically not to just distract you, but to seize your liberty. And what's happening, what you see in this election is you don't have to like somebody to understand what the rules are, to understand what principles are. To see that when Trump says this is a witch hunt in regards to his so-called collusion with Russia, he is unequivocally absolutely correct. To the extent that we know, yes. You have the Podesta brothers, scoundrels that they were, working with oligarchs for years, over 10 years. You've got John Kerry's stepkid. You've got Joe Biden's son forming groups making billions of dollars, colluding, if you will, not just colluding, but being financed by our enemies, whether they be in the Ukraine or China, who all of a sudden overnight are worth billions of dollars. These two morons are the reason there's a light and an exit sign. All of a sudden they're making billions. Why? Because they have the ability to prostitute political power. That's the only reason anyone cared what that sidewinder intern molester Bill Clinton had to say for eight years under Obama because his wife was interwoven with the government. That's it. And all of a sudden we pretend that somehow there was collusion. I don't like Trump as far as I could throw you, Macbeth. And I could tell you right from wrong. That's a negative number. Uh, I know. All right. uh, If you're I said if you're online, we have one of our attempted to throw me. I would actually get closer to you. Please. Are you out of your mind? Let's go to uh, Jim from South Elgin. Jim, our loyal caller. What's up, Jim? Thanks, Jim, for calling. How are you, buddy? 
just enjoying a Sunday night here. You know, we've got uh, so much global warming here. I got to keep the windows closed. <laughs> tell you, that's another reason I'm busy. How do you? It's almost June for God's sakes. It's 52. It looks yeah. like a London crime scene outside. <laughs> you better all move exactly. to Naples. It's crazy. <laughs> Go ahead, buddy. That's right. Well, anyways, I'm I'm hearing some. Um, there's. I guess they're going to reveal who the uh, mole was. They got him the already. FBI in the tr- they already yeah. revealed him. He's I a heard- fat guy with a, with a Van Dyke. Right. Against well, fat no, this is the whole thing about draining the swamp. You know, this is just an incredible thing. I know you, you're not a big fan of Trump, but his election, it was like a, a hand grenade put in the middle well, of I, Washington, D.C. Yeah, I, I, I accept it. I mean, I don't buy all the propaganda, but I accept the fact that he, I'm, I'm, I'm happy in a lot of ways that he won. Right. But, you know, I see the con. You know what I mean? It's like whenever it's come on, like when everybody said Michelle Obama was pretty. Come on, what you, who am I supposed to believe? My, you know, you or my lion eyes? I see the con, so I get it. The other thing is with this guy who is the FBI mole. This is a guy that worked not just with the FBI, with the CIA, with MI6. This is a spot. And what you're going to hear is these frauds, both the midget uh, Clinton donor one and Dan Abrams, are going to talk about how there's somehow a difference. It's like splitting hairs on Chuck Todd's head. There's somehow a difference between an informant and a spy. Well, those Is this all something spies? we should be proud yeah. of? I love what you did there. Listen, Jim, thanks a lot for calling the show. <laughs> Thank and you. I, I appreciate you buying a ticket to the cigar event and then not showing up so I could give it to some girl you sent in your place. Take it easy. Nothing worse than giving cigars away. To I, yeah, somebody, somebody came to the door and gave yeah. me his name. And I said, mm, yeah. are you sure? Giving away cigars to women. They probably took them and just threw them in the parking lot. All right, give me the clip now. Back to is this something we should be proud of, or is this an election that warrants an investigation, a nonpartisan investigation on both sides to make sure that in the future, A, we know what the rules are, B, we know how to stop countries from improperly intruding on elections. That's what we need to know. We need to look forward. We need to stop this in the future and stop making up crimes and expect Expanding the criminal law to fit people that we've targeted. That's dangerous to democracy. You know what's not American, Macbeth? Making laws to use as swords versus the shields they were intended to be. That's a crime. What you have here is collusion between the Democrat Party and lawmakers who are a part of that Democrat Party to use their power and misappropriate it in a fashion that makes our president indictable. You're staggered by the fact I use the word indictable. Chris. No, I just have nothing to say. Oh, great. Good it's thing your you're show. part of you're, a radio you're, show. You're supposed to be speaking. No, I, of course I am. I'm just, I like uh, to watch you flip all the screens around. Well, it's very you know, entertaining. I'm, I'm doing my job, unlike you, when you be quiet during so, a live show. That's so, <laughs> so, because I thought you were actually going to play the clip where he talks Robert about Robert Mueller is so compromised. What, which way? I'm a not suggesting. Time Why can't Robert Mueller be the one to assess whether there are any crimes? First of all, this long-term Republican. Comey was a long-term Republican. They're all long-term Republicans who hated Trump. So well, that do you, doesn't do you, help again, at you all. You know that Mueller hated Trump? We'll, you, you won't have any doubt about that at the end of this. Oh, thing. yeah, because maybe and he'll find evidence. No, but right. maybe, maybe he and Comey are so close, their history is so close together that when you read Comey's book and you see what he has said, you really wonder about the objectivity of the investigation. So yeah, well, when you say, you know, you already know things that you can't possibly know, you also wonder about your, you know, I don't know. What, what this shows they're me, both though, right, they're both wrong. What this shows me is that for... The evidence is clear to me, especially when you factor in or of, of what you know, Yeah, when you factor in or when you factor in the text messages from the other uh, uh, hierarchy. There to is his a girlfriend. clear pattern. This is about a government 
a bureaucracy a a with the with the instruction of law behind it with an idea that they just want to fit the crime around so they can get a guy they don't like this is exactly the opposite of how the fbi is is to do its job it has now become an apparatchik of the democrat party that's what's happening and that's what no one's talking about this is the liberty hour we will be back after these messages i don't know what we're yelling about Listening to the Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. This is the Liberty Hour. Each and every weekend, dissecting the talking points, sticking to the fundamentals and principles of liberty. Not trying not to get dragged off into tribalization. One of my favorite things I like to see, especially on a weekend that's riddled with Limeys and costumes, how I have to pretend there's such a thing as a royal family. It's nice to see when a 30-year, really 40-year Democrat, right? I mean, we could even go back further. 50-year Democrat in Alan Dershowitz schools the modern-day socialist Soviet pretending to be a Democrat in George Stephanopoulos and Dan Abrams. This was an enlightening weekend. But as I said, if you're on the line, stay on the line. I'll get to you. And we're running out of time. I can't believe it, McBeth. This is truly the fast sour of the week. I had this other so topic. get on with it. $52,000 a second to government spending. And somehow that's conservative. All right, let's go to Tom. <laughs> Tom, how are you? Jeez. Hi, Sean. Good evening. If I could just uh, all the talk about this investigation in both sides is too much to bear. It's very confusing as hard as I follow it. But I'd like to just ascend to 30,000 feet again and and remark, Mm -hmm. going back to the Republican primary, where there were 17 viable candidates, and for some reason in this country, in the Republican primaries, one by one, the electorate chose Donald Trump over the other 16. And you can't tell me that had any one of the other candidates faced off and beaten Hillary Clinton that this country will be going through anything like what we're going through now. And I, I put this square on the fingers of the 13 and a half million people that decided to vote for Donald Trump, Captain Chaos, the hand grenade in the uh, electorate in Washington. And now you're getting what you chose. This is on point. us. This yeah. is on the but Republican on. primary voters. Hold we on a minute. Deserve- I got to tell you, Tom, and I agree with you a lot. I, I, I actually disagree with you right now, and I'll tell you what I mean. If you think Ted, I think you and I are about to say the same thing for once. If tonight, you think for one minute that the move by the Soviets calling themselves Democrats isn't to constantly impeach Republicans, I think you're glazing over the past few Republicans we've had. And if you think that any one of and those guys didn't have something, I mean, that somebody would make a news story. Do you out of. remember the entire scandal and George W. Bush, which really was a comedy show today? And if you if you missed it, please go back and watch him course. on the golf course today. It was great. But uh, do you remember each and every week, each and every day of what was said under this guy, who was, for all intents and purposes, a great Democrat president in George W. Bush? The same I thing do. they did about his father. And then, of course, we have the the example of Reagan 
who was under constant assault. So I don't think it's, oh, this is Trump. I, in fact, I'll tell you, and you know how I feel about Trump. I am not a populist. In fact, I see the similarities of the populist and the socialist. And I could argue with you on almost every economic position how he's identical to the majority of Democrats. But one thing is for sure, any other Democrat or, Repu- I mean, any other Republican president would have folded quicker than than Trump. Trump has the arrogance yeah. that's exactly needed in this case. That's sort of political Teflon. I love what he's doing, Tom. I don't like a lot of his policies, I'd, but I love what he's doing. I'd push back on that. Go ahead. Because, to, yes, to your point, yes, uh, you know, Reagan was Ronald Reagan. Uh, George W. Bush was a war criminal. Cheney was a war criminal. I, I, we heard all that. That's from the left. But there's a, a substantial portion of the right, and that, that's where I stand, that feels this way. Donald Trump is a complete, he admits that he never read a book. But he's not a criminal. But he's not a criminal. I'm not talking about his criminality. I don't know if he is or isn't. That'll be resolved. Right. But we, maybe I think we as citizens deserve a lot better than what we're getting. And it's what we get, what we deserve. And it's Uh, Republican primary voters that put him in there. I'm 50 years old. I never missed an election. I never got what I deserved. Listen, I appreciate the call very much. I, 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 we're running out of time. I hate cutting them off. I love them. Uh, how much time we got? Oh, about, well, we got enough for one bit. All right, hit we me with a bit. Clip. This story, Dan, uh, is, is a bit complicated. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. grant that. But what it does say is that Donald Jr. had a meeting with an emissary of the UAE and Saudi Arabia who was offering some help, perhaps working with an Israeli firm on social media. I, I read the article twice um, and then again, and, and still am not certain after reading it three times Why no whether there is uh, any potential criminal activity. Isn't that a problem? Isn't yeah. that a problem that we don't well, even know what the law is well, today look, here's as to no, whether no. This is it's legal actually, or illegal? It's, it's actually not that we don't know what the law is. It's yeah. that we don't know what the facts are. No, it's that we don't know what the law is. Well, as far as I know, I'll tell you the basic. The basic law, as I understand it, is that a foreign national can't provide anything of value, which has been interpreted to mean typically substantial assistance in connection with an election. Okay, period. Let's take the following scenario. You have countries in the world who hate the Democrats because of the fact that they made a deal with the Iranians that they think endangers their security. Therefore, they want to see a Republican elected. Is that a crime? You don't know the answer to that. I don't know the answer to that because the Supreme Court and the legislature. Wait, I do know the answer to that. Oh, George knows the answer. George knows the answer. Is it a crime for Uranium One to give your husband $45 million and you all of a sudden to approve a deal they're working on? We don't know. Is that a crime? We don't know that either. We don't know. All of a sudden, we don't know anything. All of a sudden, we, because you know what? They're making up the rules as they go along, and they're making them to well, self-enrich themselves. Not so and much when money goes up the to rules. who they like, then it's, a, then it's legal. They're not when making it doesn't, up the rules. it's collusion. They're, they're making up who the rules apply to. Exactly. It's, because if you or I did any of that... Listen to me. From done. your local alderman all the way up to 1600 Pennsylvania, yeah. they're making rules to enrich themselves, and they're picking and choosing who they don't like to all of a sudden say they're a criminal. Do not buy it. It's not about Republicans and Democrats. It's about principles and fundamentals and liberty versus tyranny. And this is nonsense. They don't like Trump, and they're making him a criminal. This is the Liberty Hour. We'll be back after these messages. Thank you nice so much. Nice try, Sean. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. 
Is that a crime? You don't know the answer to that. I don't know the answer to that because the Supreme Court and the legislature. I, I, I know the answer. Wait, I do know what the answer to that. He doesn't know what it's like to drive a car without wood on the pedals, but he knows the answer to these constitutional legal questions. Little Georgie. George Stephanopoulos knows the answer. I don't doubt him. Hit me with he's, it. I'm, he's I'm, a I'm, learned I'm, guy. He's been around sure a long time. he is. He knows Why exactly he? how to give the maximum donation to the Clintons and before Citizens United. And you've got a couple of uh, legal experts there to back him up. If they gave money, that would be a crime. Would be one if, they gave, if they gave any campaign assistance that has a value, that no, would be a crime. that's not true. The United States Supreme Court has had case after case where you can give things a value if they are protected by the First Amendment, if they are informational, if they are a concert, for so, example. Cases all over Alan, the place, and they go both Alan, ways. The, the law, law is not no, but clear. But Alan, the law in every area has gray areas, right? That's why cases make it to the Supreme Court, because appellate courts end up interpreting things in different ways, and then it makes its way up to the Supreme Court, where the Supreme Court has to resolve exactly what it means to suggest, oh, this area of the law is so much more vague. It's not. No, 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 it is. And that's, you know, the other thing, too, George, uh, or Macbeth, Uh, slippage. uh, uh, Well, this George does have that ambiguity in the law. That's why the lawyers wear the custom suits. Right. It's also their best friend. Exactly. Because the more levels of of court you can go through, the more money you make, the more hours you have. This guy basically is a uh, law professor versus Georgie Stephanopoulos. And legendary liberal as well. I mean, this is not this is not an ideological. This is not some Trump campaign spokesperson. Because, you know, it's it's, Macbeth. It's what I said on the first show. If you believe in the Constitution, if you believe in the sovereign citizen, you're a liberal. Do not buy this tribalization, because what happens when you do is this kind of nonsense where you have all three very well educated, but all but the two of them, they're not about their their principles and their fundamentals. They're about the agenda, about the Soviet socialist engineering agenda. So they're making up the rules to go after a guy they don't like. And Dershowitz doesn't like him either. You're witnessing the difference. Hit me with another one. No. We, I, I, I can't believe That's I it. went the whole hour. See, this is why we need more time. I really wanted to go. I, I could pull something about, random for see, a previous show. Because two weeks in a row sense. where I'm defending Trump, you know, my bald spot's getting bigger. Because <laughs> I don't like. I mean, you want me to play sound? I'll I play don't sound. like the omnibus. You realize $52,000 a second we go into debt. $52,000 a second. And all the Republicans are going to run on how conservative they are. I do so, appreciate that about Sean, and I love him for it. Can't believe we blew the whole hour. I'm just, I'm, I'm dead set on ruining the last two minutes of your show now. You're not going to ruin it because the people know that next week we are going to talk about this and we are not going to buy this strongman trade policy. And I'm going to be here. Because the fact that Congress subjugated themselves to the presidency by giving it to them after World War II and all of a sudden we have to pretend we don't deserve representative government in the economy is a crime. You so, lie! So no, I'm not lying. And we definitely need these politicians to grab this power back for us. And it's not just for us, Macbeth. you got two small kids. It's for them. Yeah. It's for the debt. It's for the nonsense spending. It's because what happens is this becomes the weapon against us, against we the people. Because we're watching royal weddings and we're watching yeah. this carnival act. And in the meantime, what happens? The strength Monorail. over your economy is it's just it's a stronghold, it's a chokehold. Yeah. And we're ready to tap out. Twenty two trillion that they admit to. Over two hundred they don't admit to. You realize if they took everything and taxed us, they don't even come close yeah. to it. And the talk of among Republicans, conservatives, this is what we're talking about. This. Right. Because Trump is right. It's a sideshow. It's well, a witch hunt. And and it's the story that's brought to us. 
It's just so it's sickening. It's the story that's brought to us. It's so sickening. So what do you think? It'll be Wednesday before we hear about how uh, we have to give up all of our guns, and it'll be Thursday before we stop talking about how long the wedding's going to last? I, I mean, the marriage? could you see care any less than Who I already cares? do. Please. Yeah. It's all a joke. Yeah. In the meantime, here at the Liberty Hour, we talk about the pertinent issues. One hour a week. We talk about liberty. We reject tyranny. This is the Liberty Hour. We'll be back next week, and we'll be live. Macbeth is going to show up. Didn't yeah, look good. Un- unfortunately. Good thing him and his brother can't make any plans together. Thank you so much. We'll be back next week. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.